I don't give a fuck if you feel me. You gonna feel me. And we're back with another episode of I got a question. <laughs> and on today's episode, we are going to be discussing hot mess express toxic relationships, and that goes for friendships, family, sexual relationships, all of the above. Okay. I hope you've been enjoying so far. So let's get into it. Alright, so I have some experience with toxicity. <laughs> I'm sure we all do. But um let's just get into it, okay? So um I've been in abusive relationships before, unfortunately, never again. Uh, and I think for me, what made me stay in this particular relationship where I ended up in jail from dealing with this man was I didn't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> that's that's it. Um, my mother had kicked me out of the house. That's another toxic relationship we'll talk about later. But uh, my mother had kicked me out of the house. Um, I didn't have anywhere else to go to live. So I ended up living with a boyfriend who was really not my boyfriend because he was fucking around with other women the whole time we were, quote unquote, in a relationship. But I couldn't talk to anybody. I couldn't even post pictures on social media or I was a hoe. So to leave or to stay, always leave, of course. But... What do you do when you can't? What do you do when you don't have anywhere to go? You know what I mean? And that, I think that is the stem of a lot of the reasons why these toxic relationships have so much longevity is because somebody feels stuck. You know, somebody feels stuck. They don't have anywhere to go. They don't have anybody else to turn to. So they rather remain in this unhealthy relationship and barely live than cut ties from the relationship and struggle in order to regain their happiness back you know what I mean and that it took me a long time to I mean even after I went to jail and behind this dude no charges or anything like that but I still had to go to jail put the orange jumpsuit on, single man cell, and there were murderers and killers because of my offense. And even after that, I still communicated with this man. So you don't just stop. Toxic relationships don't just end automatically, abruptly, cut ties and that's over. Sometimes it takes time. You have to go on a journey with yourself in order to realize why you're still communicating with somebody who has no regard for your well-being, your life, your livelihood. Because if you did, you wouldn't put your hands on me. If you did, you wouldn't be making me feel bad about myself, calling me all types of bitches and hoes and making me feel like I'm just nothing. You know what I mean? So when I finally stopped communicating with him because he would text me and I would respond even though it was on a different number because I had blocked him and or he would email me and I would respond 
or whatever. What killed me was when I was done with him sexually and I told him, you know, I forgive you. We can still communicate. We can be friends. I'm good with that because I've healed from what you put me through. He still could not get it through his head that this is not somewhere that you send dick pics. This is not somewhere that you tell somebody that you're horny or sending sexual gifts. That's, this is not the place for that. You know what I mean? I'm trying to forgive, forget, and move on. And, you know, if you want to still be in my life as a friend, that's fine. But we're not doing that. And he still could not even grant that wish to be mature and just be a friend. So I had to cut him off completely. And since I did that, let me tell y'all, this man done still tried to communicate with me. He sent me text messages talking about Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, sending me a video about positivity. And I'm going to tell you why. This man used to stalk me. He used to go to Google and type my full name in and find my Facebook. He doesn't have Facebook or Instagram, or he didn't. He would find my Instagram. He would screenshot the shit. So probably still to this day, he's he probably still does that and was trying to get a reaction out of me to see if he could still reach me, to see if I was still touchable. And the answer is no. What you have to realize in these toxic relationships The abuser does not hold the power. You might feel like they do because they might be beating your ass or calling you all types of names and making you feel like shit. But the power is in the person who's being abused. Because if you take yourself out of the equation, if you get the strength to leave that person, they are not able to harm you. They can't insult you. They can't make you feel bad about yourself. They can't put your hands on you because you left. The abusers abusers are cowards. They're cowards. They're not strong. And they're the ones who, when you go to jail, they get their ass uh, hit, hit up. Because you think you're so big and you're so strong, you like to hit on women. These men going to show you what a real, a, a real strong man, okay? These toxic relationships are being illuminated right now, especially with social media and these rappers and their girlfriends and they're going back and forth and they cussing each other out. And then the next day in the club together, holding hands. And let me tell y'all, stop idolizing these celebrities relationships because they only show you what they want you to see. You do not know who's getting beat up. You do not know who's sleeping on the couch because the other one don't want it. You know what I mean? Y'all don't see anything that they don't want you to see. Stop idolizing these relationships. They're not ideal. Even Jay-Z and Beyonce don't idolize them because didn't he cheat on her? Stop it. Y'all need to have realistic expectations. You need to want to have a relationship that is best for you. You don't want to be in a relationship that somebody else is in, what kind of sense does that make? That's where a lot of this toxic stuff is coming. Y'all are looking at other people's relationship and expecting your relationship to be the same, or you're expecting your partner to do the things that somebody else's partner does for them. And that's not the case. It's not. I've never wanted to be 
a celebrity couple goal, none of that. That's not me because it's unrealistic, it's fake. They're millionaires, they have money, they can buy whatever they want. You can't buy me. I don't want to be bought, I want to be loved, okay? And that's why the man that I am with is going to be my husband. He takes care of me, he provides for me, but there's nothing in this house that I couldn't live without besides him and my child, okay? That's how unmaterialistic we are. Please, if you're in a toxic relationship, I don't care if it's with a friend, I don't care if it's with your mother, your husband, cousin, get out. You deserve better. You don't deserve to be treated like shit. You don't deserve to be manipulated. You don't deserve to be talked down. You don't deserve to be abused because at the end of the day, all of those are forms of abuse, okay? Now, remember when I told you my mama had kicked me out and I had to go live with my abuser? <laughs> I love my mother, disclaimer. I love my mother, of course. But our relationship has been rocky since I was 18. The day after my high school graduation party, after all of our family members had left and she took them to the airport, uh, she told me that I had to move out and she wanted me gone before she got back home. I had a two-door 1998, I think it was, or maybe it was a 94, I don't know, vehicle. Y'all remember the Black Hawk? If y'all if y'all ever was in my car in high school, y'all remember the Black Hawk? It was an old, rundown car, but it worked. And I packed everything up that I could, and I left. I had to go. So since then, my mother had kicked me out of her house two more times after that. So with that being said, of course, there's there will never be a reason for me to ever live with my mother ever again, no matter what happens in my life. I won't, I can't do it because I need stability, especially with having a daughter. And if something were to happen to my man and I had to move, I would not move with my mother because the the relationship that we have is conditional and when you feel like you don't want me here anymore or I've made you mad or I won't do something that you want me to do you can tell me to get out because my name you know I don't own that house she does so like I said I love my mother but I'm not going to continue to be verbally abused by anyone and I don't care if it's my mother my father my boyfriend my child nobody's going to verbally abuse me and get away with it that's it. And I don't care how she feels. I don't care how anybody feels about it. You cannot disrespect somebody just because you're their parent. You cannot degrade somebody just because you're their parent. You cannot expect somebody to respect you because you are their parent. And I hope and I pray that with all this that I've learned in my life, when my daughter gets of age, she will never have to tell anybody stories like this, okay? I mean, and I was a good kid. 
I maybe had a bad attitude, but I didn't do drugs. I wasn't out drinking. I wasn't doing anything that I had no business doing. I used to work and hang with my boyfriend and come home. You know what I mean? But because she never liked my boyfriend, it was always, oh, you want to be with them? Well, you can't live here. I remember she kicked me out. Once I moved back in, I started dating my first love, whatever you want to call it, again. And I was going to his house often and I would come home after I was done, you know, might fall asleep or whatever, but my curfew was three o'clock in the morning anyway. So if I come home by that time, it shouldn't matter that I'm over at his house for all that time, right? She kicked me out and threw me right into his arms. You threw me into the arms of the person that you didn't want me to be with because when she kicked me out of the house, I didn't have anywhere to go. So I was staying with them off a lot. And then when it was time to go home, I would sleep in my car. And because my boyfriend at the time didn't want me sleeping in my car, he asked his mom if I could lift them. And she said, yeah. So I don't know if my mother realized that she caused me to spiral into these toxic relationships that I should have been exiting. She should have been there supporting me, telling me everything was going to be okay. And I didn't have to stay with these men in order to survive, but she didn't. She just kicked me out of the house and then there I was. So I resented my mom for a lot of the stuff that she's done and a lot of the things that she said, not only to me, but my siblings as well. And I got over it. You know, I only get one mother. I'm her youngest daughter. I've accepted all of her apologies that she's ever given me in her life up until recently. And recently I've come to realize that I cannot allow anybody to fuck me up mentally. I don't care if it's my boyfriend, my mom, whoever, because I have somebody else to live for. I have a daughter. If I'm fucked up mentally, if I'm not in a good mental space because of a disagreement I had with somebody or anything like that, it's going to affect the way that I take care of my daughter. And I cannot allow that. She deserves nothing but the best. She deserves a mother who's in a good headspace, a father who's in a good headspace, anything and everything that she wants and needs, she she deserves because she didn't ask to be here. So being in a toxic relationship of any kind is detrimental to my mental health and the livelihood of my daughter. And I'm not standing for it. And neither should you. If you have a, a toxic relationship with anybody in your life, cut it off. Cut it, nip it in the bud. Because if you allow this person to enter your life and it happens again, you can't blame anybody but yourself. I don't want to not have a relationship with my mother, but if I have to not have a relationship so that my peace and my well-being and my, my state of mind is calm and is not in infuriated all the time or irritated or feeling sad and depressed because my mom just called me all type of names, then that's what I'm going to have to do. My mom has five kids. One of my siblings has autism. So 
she lives with my mother. One of my siblings lives in Michigan and he communicates with my mother. My mother has two other children that both live in Houston that do not communicate with her. And then there's me. And I'm on the fence with her right now. So right now she's two for two. You know what I mean? And it can't be everybody else. You have to sometimes look inside and realize that, yeah, you might be the problem, okay? If everybody in your life is seeming to push you away, then maybe you are the toxic party in the relationship. And maybe you need to go to therapy. Maybe you need to do some uh, meditation and realization so that you won't continue to push people out of your lives, okay? I hope this helps somebody who's struggling with any type of relationship that is not healthy. I I hope that this helps you. Now, I got a question. Have you ever been in a toxic relationship? What happened? Did it end well? Are you still in communication with the person that you were in the relationship with? How do you feel about it? I want to know. And always, thanks for listening.